The IRS wants me to pay another $5,000 for my 2015 tax return. What? It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you're asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Hey everyone, Matt Hausman, Smart Money Questions, and you heard it, that's right. What happens if you get a letter from the IRS or one of the state revenue agencies saying that, hey, listen, after we've taken some time to review your tax returns from a particular year, in this particular case, it was for 2015 taxes that were filed, you owe us an extra $5,000. And I wanted to bring this up because this morning I was on the drive-in, I was actually speaking to my mom, and she was describing a family member that was going through that right now. And they'd gotten a letter from the IRS. The IRS was questioning a particular form that was used on their tax return and saying, hey, listen, we don't agree with that, and you owe us $5,000. And my first response was, mom, please tell me they have not just looked at that letter and went ahead and sent a check to the IRS. And so that's what I want to address today. And you guys have heard me talk about the idea, you know, many people want to do taxes on their own now. Some people go to a tax professional. And when you get these type of letters, and they've been more prevalent over the course of the last 10 years, where the state agencies or the IRS can actually question certain things, and they automatically are going to send a letter out, not only for an increase in the tax bill, but potential penalties and interest from that particular case. So in this case, the $5,000 that was being owed is actually from 2015, and they tacked on not only the tax that they believe was due, but also the interest and penalties. And so by me saying that to my mom, mom, please tell me they just didn't send a check because many of us do that, especially when I've spoke to people that do taxes on their own because they're not sure how to address it. And they're just taking the IRS at face value thinking, well, they must know what's going on and there's no other investigation. So what I wanted to do today is for any of you that have experienced this or If you end up having this happen in the future, please know we're going to keep these podcasts up all the time. So come back and listen to this because there's a couple things, which is what I really want to address. How do I take care of this? Now, listen, I'm not saying that this particular person doesn't owe the $5,000. They very well could be. But the fact that we're just going to look at a letter and automatically send a check, I believe, is not the best way to handle that. I would also tell you that this is why having a tax professional do your taxes, whether it is a tax preparation service. I mean, I wouldn't suggest, this is just my opinion, I wouldn't suggest some of the big houses, and you probably know who they are. I won't you know, mention them. But you know, a tax professional, a CPA, when these certain cases happen, they're going to be in your corner to at least be able to review and see if you actually do owe that money. So the first thing let's talk about is why would we even get a letter like that? In this particular case, why would my family member get that where the IRS in this particular case is questioning a form, automatically saying the form was incorrect, and so therefore you owe us this, this, and this. And in that particular year, this family member had already owed $14,000 for the sale of a property because of capital gains. And so I just automatically assumed, well, it must be associated to that. 
and something must have been done incorrectly. So one of the reasons that they send, at least from what the tax professionals I work with, why they send these out is, I don't want to use the word audit, but it's almost like a mini audit. In some cases, I've seen like the state of Delaware a couple years back, they were questioning all of your charitable giving and they wanted to see receipts, especially for non-cash contributions. So we stop off at Goodwill or Purple Heart and we're dropping off bags of clothes or other items and they're giving us a receipt and we're just handwriting something in there. I would tell you, you want to be very careful with that. You know, maybe they're questioning that, maybe they're questioning something else, but they're basically now looking for you as the taxpayer to provide proof, or in this particular case, the correct form to make sure that it was documented correctly and if they're asking for proof that you truly did actually have those particular expenses that are either listed as a deduction, if you have rentals, things like that. So that's the first thing is they're just questioning and wanting to make sure, because our current tax system is quote on the honor system, they're wanting to make sure that you actually did have those particular items that were in your original tax return. So that's the first thing, and that's at the state agencies or the IRS. That's number one. The next thing would be is, should I just pay it because I've got it? They sent it to me. That's the IRS. Many times people get intimidated by seeing that. You know, the IRS, I would aim to say they have the most power in the land. They have their own court system. They have their own rules. And quite frankly, they can make the rules up, at least what I've seen. I should say they possibly could make the rules up as they go along. So we don't just want to take it at the face value, but at the same time, the IRS, especially if we go back to the first reason, is that they're just looking for additional information to support the tax return you sent in. They're just doing a check, and that's the way we should look at it. And many times on the IRS letters, just so you know, I've gotten a couple of these letters, is they're saying, in the event you disagree, and they're actually giving you a process to follow if you disagree with what they are initially sending out. So The first thing I would suggest you do when you or if you get one of those is to really read it thoroughly and then go to your tax professional to have them not only look at the letter and what this particular revenue agency is requesting or asking for, or in this particular case, hey, listen, you owe this. They can look at it. They can pull the tax return. It really is helpful if they actually did the tax return. I actually know many tax professionals that they won't help someone that has received a letter like that in the event they didn't do the tax return because then they're potentially walking into a can of worms or a problem that somebody else actually created. So they would suggest that they go back to them. Or if you did it yourself, then you're stuck. You're having to figure out how to do that. But the first thing is, don't just send them the money that they're putting on there. So just like what I said to my mom, mom, please tell me they did not just stroke a check. And unfortunately, my mom's immediate response was, well, I think they probably already did. I don't think they looked any further into it. So this goes to the next thing. If you don't just stroke a check, what's the best way to handle it? The best way to handle it, in my opinion, is to do a thorough And I mean thorough investigation. Your tax professional is hopefully doing this for you, a thorough investigation as to what they're questioning, what they're asking for. And the tax professional, it's kind of like an attorney that is a litigator. They understand the rules of the courtroom. 
your tax professional is going to understand the rules and the language and how to prepare whatever it is that, quote, is going to help you mitigate or even eliminate that extra money that is due. In this particular case, now who knows, my mom might have actually got it incorrect. And it really wasn't a form that they were questioning, like this information was on the wrong form. It could have been something completely separate. But it's the idea of understanding and investigating and then communicating back to the particular agency, the state agency or the IRS. And this is where the tax professional is so important. Let them craft the document that you're going to send back along with the supporting documentation to hopefully mitigate or eliminate any type of, in this case, the actual tax interest and penalties that they are charging, in this particular case, the family member with. I can tell you a real good buddy of mine, in fact, we did an interview with him back at the beginning of the summer, Rich Swavely down at Multistate Tax. He sees these letters all the time. In fact, he has a certain time of year that he knows those letters are going to be coming out, especially from the state of Delaware, state of PA. Then he actually knows when to expect the IRS letters. It's kind of like we all send holiday cards around the holidays. These agencies, as he's told me, they all have kind of their certain time of year that they send these out. And many times he tells me, I remember, I'll give you an example. This was two years ago. He had a particular client that got a letter from the IRS, and the IRS was actually saying this person owed an extra, it was about $175,000. And long story short, after a thorough investigation and providing the necessary documentation to show that what the IRS was saying was actually inaccurate. Things had been reported correctly. Here's the proof to see how we came up with those numbers. The tax obligation went from about $170,000 down to about four grand. So it goes back to the original thing. Mom, please tell me they did not just stroke a check, but they actually did the investigation. In this particular case, if that person had just stroked the check of $170,000, then not only are they admitting that whatever they had put on the tax return was inaccurate and the IRS was correct, they're out $170,000. In this case, they were only out about four. So it's so important. And I would say, especially now, if you go back and you listen to that interview with Rich, he was talking about the good, bad, and the ugly of the recent tax changes that just went into effect at the beginning of this year. And we are still waiting on direction from the IRS as to their interpretation of the tax code. So we could be expecting more of these type of letters next year, the year after. Rich usually says it's usually a two-year process of getting them. So in this particular case, it's about that. It was for the 2015 tax return that was filed in 2016. They got the letter in 2018. So usually that's kind of the cycle that he talks about. But there's probably going to be some even more confusion by the IRS based on the fact that in many areas of the new tax code, there really hasn't been clear direction given by the IRS, which means There is still some interpretation out there that needs to be defined. So I wanted to get this out there. As I mentioned earlier, it was the drive-in this morning speaking to my mom. And the funny thing is, this just kind of happened to come up. And I don't even remember how it came up. It was almost like a pattern break once she said that. I instantly went into, please tell me. 
So all the listeners out there understand these things do happen. The IRS does send this out. It could be that this family member did actually owe it. If you get one, you might actually owe it. But without actually asking the question, is this actually correct? I should do some investigation for this. I should go to a tax professional to help me with it. That in, if there's anything that you get from today, please don't just stroke the check. I can tell you in my experiences, I've received a couple letters over the course of the last 10 years. And the first place I go, send that information off to our tax professional, have them review it, whether it was for one of our corporations or personally. And then we do the investigation to see. I can tell you in one particular case, we actually owed the money. It was accurate. But at least we took the time to investigate to make sure that we actually did owe it. So that's the biggest thing I wanted everyone to understand is that those letters can come either from your state revenue agency or the IRS directly is don't just take it at face value. Start asking the questions. Do I really owe this? Take it to your tax professional. Really do some investigation before we just stroke the check. Because as we know, I'm sure if this particular family member sent them the check, they're going to cash that thing pretty doggone quickly. And it's probably going to take, you know, an act of God to get that money back out of either the state or the IRS. So we know we're probably going to owe taxes. We just don't want to pay any more than we should. And I know sometimes these letters can be intimidating. We just want to take the next steps to make sure that if we owe it, we actually know we owe it. And if we don't, we can get the correct information to the IRS. And usually they're very accommodating with that information or the state agencies are as well. That's why it's important to make sure you have a tax professional, just like an attorney that's a litigator. They understand the rules and the dialogue that the IRS or the state agencies are going to want to see to prove your case. So that's today's podcast, Matt Hausman, smartmoneyquestions.com. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully you got something out of it. And hopefully now you know that you do not need to be intimidated by that IRS or state agency letter. So if you've got a topic or a question or a scenario you'd like for us to address, you can simply email us at info at smartmoneyquestions.com, or you can simply go to our website and there's a form there to submit it. So with that, signing off for today, Matt Hausman, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks again. Thanks again.